it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, it's Brandi Taylor, the business coach for beauty professionals. I help beauty pros amplify their business and take more action. I am super excited to share the Beauty Pro Mastermind with you, a group for serious beauty pros who want to find ways to continue to thrive in their business, a safe place for support, accountability, and education. This group is for beauty professionals who are ready for change in their business, understanding that commitment is required to achieve your goals. You know you need to make a move, but you're unclear and need an extra push. My mission is to empower beauty professionals and equip them to achieve their goals, bringing beauty and business together through support, education, and business resources. Register today for the Beauty Pro Mastermind at IamBrandyTaylor.com and just click on Beauty Pro Mastermind. I will also include the details in the show notes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Patricia Tish-Clark, which is one of my coaching clients. Patricia actually took part in the Beauty Pro Mastermind five-week accelerated program, and now she's one of my current clients. I am a beauty business coach, and I help beautypreneurs amplify their business and take more action through clarity, focus, accountability, and business strategies. And during this interview, I really talked with Tish, learning more about her and her business. And she shared some insight on what it was like working with me and my Beauty Pro Mastermind program. I think it's going to be very insightful. We had a great conversation. Tish has a wonderful personality and she's a phenomenal hairstylist. And I think, you know, it's definitely going to add some value to you for sure. So please let me know how you enjoyed this interview by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you would like to book your free Beauty Pro Discovery Session, you can actually click the link below and secure your appointment today. It's totally free. I can't wait to talk to you. But here's a little bit of Tish's bio. Patricia Tish Clark is a healthy hair colorist, best known for her color formulas. With over 17 years of experience in the hair industry, she has a vast knowledge of color theory along with hands-on experience creating vivid, vibrant, and transitional colors. Patricia is a passionate educator. When you sit in her chair, you'll get tips on how to maintain and care for your hair properly. With the extensive knowledge of the industry leading hair care products, she'll develop a personal treatment plan to keep your hair looking and feeling healthy. I think you're really going to enjoy this coaching session that I had with Tish. Here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today. We have Patricia Clark Brown, aka Tish. I'm used to calling her Tish. Welcome, Tish. Hey. Hey, hey. I'm super excited to talk to you today. Uh, so, Tish, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Most people would know that um, I cook professionally for about 10 years. And that oh. was like a lot of fun. Anything with being creative, you know, the artsy part of it, I loved it. So, a lot wow. of people. So did you go to culinary school and everything? Yes. 
Adik. Really? <laughs> wow, Tish, I would yes. not have known that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, um, how did you end up shifting gears? Like, why did you decide to leave, you know, cooking and everything? Um, because I felt like it was more of a man's world. Like, oh, you man. know, they, you, you think about it, like it would be fun with women because we like to cook, right? Our husbands want us to cook. So I thought that would be a great idea. Plus it was me being creative and doing different things. And so I was like, I can do this. But when you really get in there and you in there for a while, you like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is a little different than what I thought. So I was like, let me go back to my first love. I started here first. So I was like, let me go back to that. Yeah. And then it was easier for me to be, you know, I had kids, so it was a lot easier. Being a, being a cook, it was demanding, a lot of hours. Yeah, so, I can see that for sure. Yeah, I can see that for sure. But do you still cook here and there, though? Yes. I do. I cook um, when we have any family functions. I'm the person who, I've, well, I've gotten around to bringing the meats because it's gotten easier. But before I was like the, the side dish person. So anything that was a salad or, you know, something hot was like, bring this, bring that. So, but people get shocked when they see me in the kitchen, like, wow, you can actually chop like that. I'm like, yeah, you actually cook that fast. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> no, awesome. but you can try it. You know it. You know you have to. But yeah, that's good, Tish. I didn't even know that. So that is mm-hmm. that is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. So you so you went to culinary school. You were cooking, and you decided it wasn't for you. But you got back to hair, which we know hair is your first love. Now, how did you get into hair? Um, I was always as a kid like doing everybody else's hair. Like everybody, I, like always had this what I called the mama tish with everybody even at a young age so it was like i see little kids hair and i'm like oh i can do their hair i can do this and so you know as i got older as a teenager i still did the same thing i would look at pictures like i can do that even though i couldn't cut it correctly i'm like i can do it i mean even at 14 i was trying to do color it was like really I can do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. wow even then yeah. Yeah. we were trying we were sneaking with the kool-aids and uh, the rinses <laughs> just trying to do something i'm like that was just my creative side just coming out wow um, that's interesting so how long have you been doing here professionally professionally i've been doing here i think it's going on 17 years now okay uh, i stopped counting after 10. I made it. I made it. I got past 10. So I was like, yeah, so about 17 professional with the license. 17, yes. Awesome. So you've been in the industry for a long time then. Yes. Great, great. So Tish, I um I love that. First of all, let's talk about this hair. Lime green hair girl. Yes. <laughs> I, I, so we, I had you, you distracted me here with this lime green. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted something, just something bright, something different. And before it was, I never really got into the fashion colors. I was always scared of them. Like you're somebody's grandma, really? You know, like so. After I just got past that, like okay, I'm over the blonde. I done been yellow. I done been pink. I done been orange. You know, I've been in the dark. It does nothing for me. It makes me feel like, oh, so I'm like, I got to like, do something that just kind of like pick me up. And lime green was the new one. So 
It was either that or purple, but I had just did somebody who had purple hair. So I was like, I'm not going to do that now. So, <laughs> green you have. Awesome. So let's talk about the business side of you. So you've been doing hair for 17 years. Um, we know your specialty is color, and I'm going to dive a little bit into that shortly. Okay. But let's talk about the business side of you. Now, I'm curious to know, like, out of the 17 years of doing hair, I know you've worked in different salons and you've had different experiences. When did you start to shift your mind to think, like, you know, far as being a business owner? Because I think a lot of times when we get out of cosmetology school, we just want to practice our craft and everything. We're not necessarily thinking, like, we're business owners per se. We are a lot of times, but a lot of times we're not necessarily thinking you know, on that level. So when did things start to shift for you? And when did you start to like, you know, look at your business as a business and start to try to really, you know, change things and shift things? Um, I've always, I've always wanted my own business. Even as a kid, I would say that and I would set it up. And it's just, I used to tell people I'm in the back right now, but I'm not supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be on the stage. This is what I used to tell people. And I didn't know I was saying that, not really, really believing it, but knew it. But wherever I would go and work, people would say, why are you doing this? You should be doing that. Or you should, you should be the boss or you should be the manager. So I got so much of that from people. And I remember going in, I was working at, you know, a salon, like, you know, for two years. And I was like, everything that I saw a boss do, I took in consideration. I learned from each person even though it'd be times when you know they make you mad you be like what I can do this no I took on whatever it is that they did and I just said you know what one of these days I'm gonna do it and we say a lot of things <laughs> and then one day when it came up I was gonna do it I was like oh no I can't I'm not you know but then I was like you've always wanted to like Forever. I went, I remember going to Vegas and I was seeing this little suite and how they had it set up. And I was like, this is so sweet. This is dope. I can do this. I can have my own. But in my mind, it was more of a beauty school because I always wanted to be around, you know, the younger people, like, you know, teaching them or educating them. And I was like, my thing is I always tell people that my platform started with me boofering and learning you know, the steps and what's behind it. So I'm always educating on where I think I might be lacking or not know as much so I can venture out on my own. So when the opportunity presented itself, I cried. I was happy. I went through all the emotions and I knew then that it was for me because I was like, let's, let's do this. So a lot of my clients were telling me, you should do this. You can do this. People ask me to manage their salons and different stuff like that. So I was like, um, yeah, I think it's time. And that was after two years of me being out of beauty school. So it was like, I knew, you know, mm-hmm. going in there, you know. So I kind of, you know, I went to, took a couple classes. And a lot of times I would take the different classes. And what I would take back from it was the strengths that I saw people give off in leadership. It wasn't so much the the techniques. We we get that. All right, we got that. But it was that strength like, oh, that's cool. Now I wouldn't mind doing that. Look at how that person felt from them doing that. Or look at what they did. And so I'm like, I got to have my own because I can do that in my own, you know. 
So that's where it all shifted for me. It was like a minute, you know, that it shifted because I booth rented for like, I don't know, like eight years, you know, after two years of being in the salon, you know, so it was, it was, it was time. For sure. What do you think, what do you think has like really held you back from really stepping out the way you know? Because it sounds like since you really know, you've always been different. There's something different. People have seen in you this leadership and everything. What do you think has held you back from really stepping out in that? It's fear. It's fear. A lot of times it's fear of judgment. Is um, am I doing it right? Is it right? Um, sometimes it's like, you know, coming out of that comfort zone. Like I'm so used to being like this and this is good. And once it get comfortable, it's time for me to shift. Even I know that. Like, all right, I'm bored now. I got to do something. But it's so comfortable to run back into that comfort zone. And it's like, I think when I was sitting there just thinking about me needing to get out and wanting to get out and then joining, you know, a group of ladies of like-minded people that I've always wanted to be around because it seems like when I get around different people, I'm like the oldest for one. And then everybody comes to me because it's like that nurturing spirit, like, hey, Tish, you know, auntie or mama. I'd be like, well, where's my friends at? I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it just feels different. And I'm like, I want to be amongst people who, you know, are like striving to do the same thing. So a lot of times I don't have that around me. Um, And when I'm pushed, I'm always up for a challenge. Hey, this is a challenge now. I'm up for a challenge, right? Um, and I just see that that pushes me and then having that accountability, knowing that, hey, <laughs> hello, <laughs> you know, I'm over here. You need to do this. And I'm like, you know, that's best for me, you know, and having somebody that's saying that, you know, hey, Tish, do this or let's go this way or, you know, then I can do it. But just be by myself. I'm too busy trying to fix everybody else. And I need to stop. <laughs> but it's just mm-hmm. that's me, you know. Yeah, what's well, I want to tell you this, like, I think what was so freeing for me was when I realized that it was okay to be me. You know what I mean? Like, everything that is me, you know, my craziness, my quirkiness, my just everything that's me, it's okay. It's okay to be me. And when I, when I realized it was okay to be me, it was so freeing because I think, Part of the fear is fearing like what other people would think of you, what other how other people would look at you. Am I a good fit or whatever? And mm-hmm. I don't know when I, you know, just accepted myself and was like, hey, this is me and take it or leave it. And I was just comfortable being me no matter what. That mm-hmm. was when things began to shift. That was when things began to change for me. But I, I well, one thing that makes me proud is I'm so proud to hear you say that you know that you're a leader, like you know that that's in you, because I've seen it in you all along, but I wasn't sure if you knew it. And so now all this, you know, all you have to do is just walk in it and just step out in mm-hmm. it. And so Tish, um, you are one of my um, Beauty Pro Mastermind um, members mm-hmm. and um. I want to talk to you a little bit about the Beauty Pro Mastermind. So tell us, like, when you decided to join the Beauty Pro Mastermind, what were you expecting at first? Um, When I thought about it, I didn't know. Um, 
I was expecting maybe a challenge. Um, I remember getting an email and I was like, ah, mm. I was like, I'll wait. And then it was like, I kept going back looking. Like it was almost like I wasn't familiar and didn't know what to expect. Um, but at minute I hit okay and went through. I'm like, all right, so okay. So we are all gonna get together and we just gonna talk about beauties, you know, stuff like that. Um, and and probably help each other and bounce some ideas off each other. So that was my original thought. Okay. And so um what did what did you need in your business starting out? What do you what do you feel like you needed when you decided to join the Beauty Pro Mastermind? I needed accountability. I needed encouragement. Um, I needed a fresh pair of eyes. Um, and just to let somebody know what it is that I want to do and how I'm feeling. And you know, just listen at, you know, that person's input, you know, that expertise that you have, you know, just like, okay, well, let me listen to somebody else. Let them tell me something because I'm missing something and I know it. And also like, where is the fear coming from? Why do I have the fear? Am I the only one that feels this way? You know, so that was one of the things like that was pushing me to do it. Like, go ahead. What's the worst that can happen? You can make friends, you know? <laughs> right. Right. So, um, so now you're, you're in it. What has your experience been thus far? Um, my experience with it has been, um, very, very good. Like all I talk about is being in this group <laughs> to everybody. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. We in the group at work. I'm like, do y'all have a coach? Cause y'all need a coach. Everybody needs a coach. They're like, ah, ah, ah. So I'm telling them, I'm like, this, if you are really serious about your career, um, your business, changing something, um, adding something, just get real about it. You need a swift kick, you're going to get it. Okay. You know, come on, let's do this. How serious a lot of people get into this and it's just making money. I wanted something more than just making money because if I feel like if I'm working in my gift, money's going to come. I'm not worried about that. But it's getting to that place, getting out of that mindset of need, 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 need. I want to do this. This is where I'm at. So when people talk to me now, I'm like, I don't want to hear about what you need. Tell me what you want, you know. And I'm getting all of that, like a big change and a shift within me. Because every day I'm like, all right, what Brandy going to text me today? I get excited. Like, I tell the girl, look, wait, she going to email me or she going to text me with something. It's been two days. Just wait. Just come on. And then when you do, I get excited about it and, like, and nervous all at the same time, which is also exciting because I know it's pulling me out of that comfort zone. It's growing me. Like, from where I was the first day I signed up to now, like, I had a ball doing a video. That first day you asked me to do a video and I was freaking out. Yeah, so let's talk about it. So, um, and FYI, everybody, disclaimer, Tish is not hired. <laughs> I did not hire hey, her. Hey, this is just me. <laughs> I did not hire her, but I really appreciate all the feedback and knowing what you got from the program. But, mm -hmm. so, 
You're talking about we did within the Beauty Pro Mastermind, we had a, a social media challenge. And so I challenge you ladies to step outside your comfort zone, post a little bit more. So we were supposed to post every day, one to three times a day. We were supposed to do a video that we shared um, in the group. And we also had to either go live or do a video um, on Instagram. So tell us about, you know, because um, you won the challenge and you, mm -hmm. you were up for the challenge. So just tell us like about some of the things you did in the challenge and you know, how all that. Well, the first thing was doing that um, posting on social media as much as you did. And then the first um, video, I was like, oh, God, I have to do this. Um, I could do this. You could do this. Just do it. Do anything. And then it was like it became easy at doing it. But then it was like, all right. So I got to post. I got to change the way my 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 Instagram page look, which that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, now, now let's talk about that. Why do we Why did we decide to make a change? What were you doing at first that you're doing now? Everything. I had a lot of personal stuff. I had um different things on there, birthdays. This is like, you know, the one thing that click is what do you want people to see when they go on your page? What do you want to get across to them? What do you want to tell them? And it just clicked. I was like, well, I want to show them color. They got to say color. And when people see color and vibrant color, it's like, whoa, that's sweet. Oh, okay. I like that. That's, that's good. Even if some days I felt like it wasn't good enough. That was just my feeling because I'm like my worst critic. So somebody else might be like, oh, girl, that's sharp. So I was just posting. I was like, let's just keep it going. And, you know, what you were saying, I made sure I had a timer every day. I knew I had to have something to post. I'm like, all right, ready. It was more so the challenge, not so much as who would win the, win the prize because I never thought that I would win. I just was like, this is a challenge she's given me because this, this is work. This is putting in the work. So that's mm -hmm. how I view that. And you know what? One thing I saw Tish was like before yet yeah, you, I, it was clear that you did good work, but it was all over the place. Like you did, mm -hmm. you were sharing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You didn't post regularly. Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't clear on the fact that you're a color expert. So mm -hmm. what we decided to do was to focus more and make that the focal point. And when you cleaned your page up and you started posting all those color pictures, which you already had, because we were in quarantine at that time. Right. You already had all of those pictures and you started to post that. Your following started to go up. Tell people mm -hmm. like some of the things that begin to happen for you. Yeah, I had a lot of, I mean, I was very low. People started to follow me. I got people DMing me. I had people like, wow, that's beautiful. That's, I want that color. When I come back, I want this color. I mean, I got text messages from it. Then I even got one. It was like 11 o'clock at night. She was like, wait a minute. You working. What you doing? What's going on? I noticed your page. It looks totally different. Then I had one that was like, you rarely post. Like now every time I go on there, I'm seeing you posting. Like, what's going on, girl? And I was like, oh, let me tell you. So I was just like, all right. You know, I have positive feedback just nonstop. So, I mean, even now I'm like, I get a little overwhelmed. <laughs> I get shocked by some people because I used to be like, you know, people who got like, followers that are like you know ten thousand or more they never follow me i got some of them follow me i was like floored almost fell out one day because i had somebody from matrix that actually commented i was like do you know how long i've been following you guys 
but they haven't seen anything, you know? So I get it now. Right, right. And we just make simple shifts. Like you cleaned up, you took a lot of the personal stuff off. It was okay to share a little bit about you here and there, but it was like kind of sporadic. It really didn't look like a business hair page. So right. when you made that shift and then you wanted to be known for color. And so when you really started to make color your focal point, it, it, it became more clear that you were the color expert, even to me, because I didn't even realize you were a color expert until now. Do you realize that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when I started to see all this color, I'm like, wow, Tish really knew that color. Like, why has she posted all this stuff before? Mm-hmm. What was holding her? What was holding you back for really doing that before? Did you just not know to do it? Or you just didn't think the work was good enough? Because you had the pictures. I I didn't think the work was good enough for me. You know, it was like, nah, that's not because what happened is that whole comparing thing, you know, I'm me. I'm not like anyone else. I'm just me. And I get that now. Before it was like, well, that didn't come out the way it was supposed to. That wasn't style like that. That wasn't like this. And I'm like, um, okay, Tish, you gotta do better. You gotta and and so it push me to take more classes and okay well i'm gonna take a class in short hair i'm gonna take a class in long hair i'm gonna take a class in um layers all these different classes i was taking but it was like all right now what it still didn't feel like what i saw on this page or this person's and so it was me once again in my head in my way messing up so <laughs> i'm glad you shared that tish because i think a lot of us do that a lot of times We'll look at someone's, we, we'll look at someone else's page, we'll look at someone else's business, and we feel like we're inadequate if it doesn't look exactly like theirs. Mm-hmm. Because we, we may be attracted to what they have, or we may think what they have is great, but that doesn't mean that what we have isn't just as great. And that right. doesn't mean that we can't share where we are right now, even if we're still growing, even if we're still learning and expanding, that doesn't mean we can't still be great. You know, and I think a lot of us, like I've been there, I felt that way as well. I think we all go through that, sis, you know, and I think it's time now. I'm so glad that you have stepped outside of fear and just started to put yourself out there more, show your work in a way that is attracting people. Like you said, people are calling you now. And things are shifting in your business. So what else has shifted for you? You know, I know the challenge would made a difference. You did that first video, and I think that really stepped you up. And mm-hmm. you were very persistent with your posting and everything. And I know you shifted the way you did your social media. I, and so what, what other changes have you made in your business? Um, I've done a price increase. Um, I've added more upscale, what I call products, (laughs) Um, more upscale products I added. um, And I have that confidence now, like, hey, this, my name is on this hairstyle right here. You know, like, this is, this is it. And I'm okay with it. And I'm okay with if you can't afford it, I get it. And I'm okay with, you know, oh man, (sighs) No problem. You know, whatever it is that people, they come to you with, some can afford, some can't. I'm okay with it. And before it was like, well, I got to take who I can get. So I have to, you know, lower my prices or discount or discount. No, I don't want to discount because I don't discount that color and that look and my expertise. I don't discount any of that. 
you know, I'm giving you 110% of what I have. This is the best that I can do. If it's not, then I'll say, you know what? I'm not going to charge you today. We're going to have you come back and I'm going to finish this here. But I want to give you everything that I have. And I think I'm worth it. You are. You are. You are. And I'm glad that you see that now. I'm glad that you really see that. And you know what I see for you now, Tish, is that like I love today, like how you posted that throwback picture. It was so great. Because even though, you know, we don't do our hair like that anymore, you were still fly. Like it just really shows how fly you are. It shows your personality. And I don't think it I don't think it really was coming across anymore. But I think that person you were when you had that hairstylist, you're still that person. Mm-hmm. Still that vibrant, colorful person. In fact, you know, I know I gave you a name, Color Queen. <laughs> and you yes. really ran with it, and I love that. I love that. I love how you ran with the whole Color Queen, because I really, I think you are definitely the Color Queen you have. You're such a colorful personality, such a colorful person, and you just have something vibrant about you that really shines through. Mm-hmm. And I think now it's really time for you to show more of you. And so mm-hmm. I know you've been going live a little bit more because I've been challenging you to do that. Let's talk about mm-hmm. how that's been a little bit. Yeah, I, I I just said, let's do it. I had a girl's like, you know, um, um, I knew I was exhausted that day. And I said, but my coach said, you know, Tish, it'll be it like that little nudge. I was like, we're going to do this. She was like, yeah, Tish, we're going to do it. You up for it? I'm like, yeah, I'm up for it. And went in there and it was like, all right those butterflies came like we're going live. I'm like, I don't care. Push a button, you know, and it was so much fun. Like I had so much fun doing that. So I'm like, that's, that's kind of cool because it's like, you know, Hey, just be you. As long as you being true to you, it was easy. It was so easy. I wasn't scared. Like whatever. Come on. Throw me some questions. Whatever. If I can't answer, I'll get back to you. But yeah, it was, it was, it was new. It was very new for me. And yeah, and I want to tell you, don't be afraid. Like, I think, I don't think there's going to be too many questions that, you know, they may ask you that you don't know. But if you don't know, like one time, let me tell you, I was on Channel 4 and we were talking about hair schools or something. And um, I was speaking to the fact that hair schools really didn't teach you everything about the beauty business. They really get you prepared for state boards, you know? Right. And so she asked me, well, why is that? I was like, you know, I'm really not sure, but that my goal is to, you know, empower the beauty community and help them with the business side of beauty. So I, it's okay to say, I just, you know, was having a car. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why beauty schools don't include more business classes. I think it's something they should consider, but okay. they don't. So, you know, I know, I know it is a big focus because you do need to pass the state boards, but you also need to know something about a business when you get out of school right this is true and and they tell you a little bit i think we touched on it for one chapter about you know salon etiquette we may talk about a few things and then was it it was like we kind of went over it Mm -hmm. and it was done and that was towards the end like when we were getting done with beauty school when they really brought that up so i think it is something but don't never be afraid of not know if i don't know i just say i don't know or you know Mm -hmm. let me look into that let me find out. Or like you said, let me get back to you. But I'm never afraid. I know I don't know everything there is to know. So I'm never afraid to say I don't know when I don't. Or, you know, let me get back to you on that. Or let me look into that. Mm-hmm. You know, so never be afraid of that. So don't allow uh, that to stop you from going live. 
And um, I just see, Tish, I really see, you know, so much for you. I think you are a leader. And I could just really see you expanding your brand and eventually teaching and becoming a leader in color here. And I think you definitely have, you know, something to offer there. And I, so I do think you saw what was right. And I think now the next thing that we were just talking, we're going to work on with your business is really working on your personal brand. Okay building your personal brand and letting people see more of you and just really stepping into that expert role. Cause I think that's the mm -hmm. next level for you. Mm -hmm. okay. How do you feel about that? I feel good. Awesome. I, feel good. <laughs> I tell you I'm up for the challenge. Let's do it. Yes. Awesome. Well, since, yeah, I think you're doing some great things. Also I want to talk about, because I don't know if you were selling products before, but I nope. know, oh, you weren't, but I know nope. now you're selling products. I know now you're really vocal about that. We're giving tips and things. And that's something I've been working on you to do to really share, like talk to people about the products that you carry, talk to people about tips and let them know like, oh, this is the great, the best, you know, moisturizer for your hair. And mm -hmm. I sell it here. So mm -hmm. I think you've really been stepping up. So how has that been working for you on a product? That's been going good. Like I've been to the beauty store like almost every day because they, they have very slim pickings right now. But whatever they get in, I try to hurry up, get, if I can only buy one because people are buying. Like I've had people come in like, oh, when you start selling products, all of these for sale. I'm like, oh, okay, well, and I've been doing this thing three for 50. And, you know, that's a shampoo, a conditioner, and a styling product. And people have been, like, eating it up. So I'm like, okay. You know, it's, it's been working. I had never, two and a half years, I hadn't sold not one product, like, at all. <laughs> I didn't know if that was something new or if that was something that um, you had been doing already. So just think about it. If you're getting $100 from a service or whatever, for example, now you've added fifty more dollars to that tab just by adding products. Mm -hmm. And I've told my clients, I'm like, I know you guys can go out and buy cheaper or somewhere else. I said, but why spend all this money and invest in your hair and then go put suave on it? Girl, preach to me. <laughs> I'm like, you you stripping out my color and you dulling it like you wanted to say vibrant you want your hair to be softer I'm like you have to use the correct stuff so people are like all right well, well give me what is it that i really need i'm like well for people who come to me every two weeks i sell them a shampoo and conditioner because they'll just keep that in case they don't come but if you have a lot of color i'm asking you to shampoo your hair you know in between the time you come to me um my weekly people i just get them an oil sheen or spray you know wrap put that stuff on their hair, but people who come to me, I have seasonal people who comes just during the summer or just during the winter. And those people are like, all right, let me, I, I can give them a whole bunch of stuff, you know, to make sure that they take care of their investment. Right. Right. I think that's, I think that's absolutely great. So you're, you're not only adding to the business, but selling them the products that, that will help them properly take care of their hair is you know helping a client so it's mm -hmm. not just to sell them a product but you're selling them something that's going to help them take care of their mm -hmm. hair so that 
when they come back to you for their color touch up, it's not all damaged and everything. And so you're also educating the client, showing them, okay, don't use suave, let's use this. And I know that was something that we shift too, because I want, and I we're working on that, and you've been implementing that more, is becoming more of an educator. So that's how we started with the Tip Tuesdays. It's really giving more tips mm-hmm. and adding more value, and you know, just maybe mm-hmm. you know, opening yourself up to answer questions and things like that. So how's that? How's how? Yeah. how how has that been going so far for you? That was good. I had a couple people ask me color questions and I'm like, um, um, you will have to come in for a consultation for that because those were some really deep questions. But if it's with something with product or if you feel like your hair feel a certain way after having color, then I can tell you what to use or what not to use and how to take care of that. But if it's something where, well, I want this color and I want that color, so how can I achieve these colors? Oh, no, not it's like that. that's a little hard. I can't, I can't do that over the phone. Or you gotta come in because I mean, I'm one of those stylists that I don't do your color because if you want this color, I'm not the one that's like, oh, well, I can do that color and I know you can't get it or your hair can't take it. So I do, you know, the consultation and we go over it and then we'll prep the hair. You know, because like I tell people, everybody's not meant to be blonde. They're not. They're just not. Like, I mean, it looks good. And then I've had people where one lady, I actually went through the process of lifting her out of red and getting her into a blonde. And once she got into the blonde, she hated it. I was like, I tried telling you. So we had to go back through that process to put those colors back in and take her back down. Like, you know, you got to work with the skin tones and stuff. And some people can, some people can't. So I just said, you know, I'm going to stick to the products. We'll let you know about the products. And, you know, if, you know, people come and they're like, well, look at my hair. What should I use or what should I do? Then I can give them, you know, information on that. Awesome. 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 I can see Tish eventually. I can see you having your own color line and all types of stuff. So, but I just think I'm so proud of you. I think you're going in the right direction with your business. Now, what do you like? What's on your mind right now? Do you have anything that you're working on or anything you're looking to do within your business? Um, Right now? No, right now I'm just, I'm looking for just a shift in um, my clientele. Um, Probably not working as much. Um, So just, you know, thinking about adding, you know, different streams of income in there with it. So I'm not, you know, at work as much. but that's it right now. Yeah, well, great, great. Well, I'm glad you said that because I already have some ideas for you, but we'll definitely oh. talk about <laughs> uh, some things you could do to do that. And I'm glad you're looking to, uh, you know, shift and not work as much. I think you definitely should. Um, you've been doing it for 17 years, and um, I think it's time for that, you know, and definitely adding multiple streams. And I know mm-hmm. you understand too, like, you know, they could shut us down. So we got to just make sure mm-hmm. that, we're, you know, in a position, mm-hmm. you know, to make money, even if we aren't able to physically service people. So right. I'm all about that for sure. So we'll definitely, will work on that. So do you have anything else you want to share with um, the audience on the podcast? No, just, you know, this, this. Being in the, the group has been awesome for me. I mean, I would tell people all day, and no, Brandy is not paying me to say this, <laughs> but I love the group. Um, 
and the ladies that's in it, it's like, they keep me motivated. You know, when I see they stuff, I get excited. Like, you know, a couple of, one of them, I talked to her for a good minute. We were just powwowing. I love it. Like, I love it. So, awesome. tell, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell them about your business and all of that. Um, I'm actually located in Rochester Hills inside of Solar Salon. Um, I'm sweet too. I always tell people, look for the red wall. You can't miss it. It's my favorite color. Um, I'm also uh, Formula 708 on Instagram and on Facebook. So you can reach me at either one of those pages, you know, and my um, website is formula708.com. So you can check out the website um, and that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tish. I appreciate you sharing your experience and everything. I already know you're going to do some great things in your business. We're going to keep working and I got some things for you in store. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to put you to work, Tish, but it's going to, you know, yes. sure. Yes. But um, yeah, so thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate you. I'll make sure I put all of your information in the show notes. Make sure you go follow her, guys. Check out her um, awesome color on her page and all of the things she's going to be sharing. And um, as always, stay great. And we are out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.